You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. It's it's two minutes to midnight. We can we can go. <laughs> oh, is it time? Is it time to start? We, we can do it. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Metal Geeks Live podcast. Woo! Yay! Two people clapping. All right. Thank you for being here, especially our significant others. Right up on the mic, bro. Right, right on the mic. I mean, this is about as close as I can get. Come on in, dude. We have a very special guest today. It's Tyler Espedito from My Retro Life. Hi, Tyler. Hey, glad Hello. to be here. Happy to have you. It's just a little awkward hearing each other on stage, <laughs> right? But we can't look at each other. I know, right? I offered to sit across the table. You did. I think that'd be a little bit more weird, though. Well, I guess we're just going to have to speak loud and, and everybody can deal with it. How's everybody's comic palooza so far? I bought stuff. Did anyone else buy stuff? I did buy a couple. I got some autographs. Yeah? What'd you get? Uh, I got Jackie Earl Haley. Finally got his autograph. He yeah, after, really cool. afterwards he like saw you and ran away. Early. He did run away a few times. <laughs> uh, no, I got my Tick poster from a couple years ago signed. And he he continued the joke from Peter Serafinowicz, which was great. Um, hey, that's some inside track joke. I, I didn't watch the show, so you're going to have to elaborate. He was the Tick. On the show, on the Amazon show. Oh. Yeah. And had a, an amazing experience with the fucking legend. Oh, the, oh sorry. I already did it. The legendary <laughs> Alice Cooper yesterday. It's not a family-friendly show. Though. Not anymore. Not well, your, here we have to be. We're not in your house. But yesterday when I went to get his autograph, there was nobody at his table. I went up there. Uh, they asked me how to spell my name. He proceeded to tell me weird drug stories about Cary Grant from back in the day. This is Jackie O'Haley? No, this is Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, gotcha. Pay attention. I'm trying. Catch up. Trying. (laughs) But uh, then I asked him, what I'm really uh, fatuated with this group that was, he hung out with in the 60s, late 60s, the Hollywood Vampires, which is now a group, but... Isn't that the group with Johnny Depp? Yeah, the band is now with Johnny Depp, but in the 60s, they just hung out and partied all the time. It was like Keith Moon and Mickey Dolenz and all these people from that time. And he told me a story about Keith Moon staying up for four days straight. On heroin or something? I don't know what he was on, but trying to paint his house. Yeah, he was on something. (laughs) He wanted to paint Alice's house, but it didn't happen. (laughs) He didn't paint his house? Then he noticed my wife's shirt. She was wearing a WandaVision shirt. And we spent the next four or five minutes talking about Marvel Cinematic Universe. With... Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. And so obviously he watches the show. He did. Yeah. That's yeah. a fun memory. He asked, it is. Yeah. And then he, then he's yeah. like, did you guys see Thor, the new Thor movie yet? And we talked about that. I'm like, all right, we're having a really geeky moment with the Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. And the whole wow. time I'm thinking, okay, we're not worthy. <laughs> we're not worthy. <laughs> that, was, that, that was a highlight for me, for sure. My Very highlight cool. was when uh, he, walked, he walked right by my table and we said hello to each other. That was my highlight. Did you did you lock eyes? We did. No, he he saw my vest and his like his face lit up. He was very he looked excited. But no, I don't get out much though. So <laughs> to be fair, I my face lights up every time I see you too. Thank you, George. Yeah, love you. We can't I, I tell because your hair is usually in front of your eyes now. That's true. <laughs> I'm growing it out. I got to meet and talk to the legendary Robert Patrick. Oh wow! And um, I it was amazing because uh, I actually upset him. Why, I, uh, how did you make him angry? I uh, somehow got into a conversation based on, on what I do for, for my YouTube channel. It led into a conversation mm-hmm. about how his mom accidentally destroyed all of the old home movies that his dad shot on Super 8 film. And it brought up a really bad memory. And here I am talking to the T-1000 and upsetting him. And uh, he got to the point where he actually turned to me and he said... Now you've really messed up my day. Like, like it's really yeah. Oh, I'm like, man, that's oh terrible. my gosh, you made him depressed. And and and, and here, and I'm thinking, I never thought I would do this in my life. Is upset the T1000. 
but now I have a story to tell. So uh, all, I, all I can say is you better watch out when you're going home tonight. I know. <laughs> if there's a cop on a motorcycle bike, <laughs> be careful. He was oh also man, the bad guy in uh, Peacemaker too. Yep. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that. You don't want that. No, no I don't want that. No, <laughs> but very nice guy. I think part of it was him being colorful. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> very cool. So while we have you here talking about your YouTube channel, uh, let's get into that before we move on to the topic. How did you get into the YouTube uh, field? And you know, you had all these home, old home videos. How did you? What was that that moment where you're like, I can make this into something really cool? Yeah, I mean, I so. I was doing a YouTube channel that was just on retro gaming, and it was kind of just a general, like, a, oh, I thought that was you talking for some reason. Uh, no, I was just basically doing a, a general retro gaming channel, and I thought, you know what, one day I was running out of content, I wanted to put out some new content, and I was kind of hard up for it, so I thought, let me put out an old home movie clip I have of me and my dad gaming on the couch. We were recording a video on the Sega Genesis back in 1991 and with the old video camcorder. And I put that out and it did so well. Like it went over really well. It got featured in a bunch of different publications like Kotaku. And even I got an interview with The Guardian. Somebody at The Guardian interviewed me. The video did really well. And so I thought, oh man, there must be something to this old home family footage of me with the old games. So over time, I just generally decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus the entire amount of my content really about showing that footage and because there's, there's hundreds of hours of it and um, really just showcasing those old days. And the, the channel morphed into this thing where it's, it's a celebration of the, the, the family and gaming, you know, gaming in the past and just really in, a celebration of video games all throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you talk about, you're like, when I, was a, when I was a young kid in 91, I'm like, I was already in high school. Yeah, That makes right. me feel old every time you say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm 36, it so. It does not take much, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely a kid in those uh, those kind of late 90s, or sorry, early 90s, late 80s uh, gaming days. And the, the one I've watched recently that made me have all the feels is, you keep it going back to, if you're from Houston, there's this, a store called uh, G&G Home Video Games in Westwood Mall, and I worked there right after high school, and there's all this old footage of that store, and it brings back so many memories. We were owned by Capcom, which is where we're getting paid, uh, paychecks from Capcom, but. And that's amazing that you, you messaged me, I remember after that uh, video came out, and I was blown away that, that here was this, that was my old video game store that I went to as a kid, and that I used to shop at with my dad, and, Luckily, he had recorded it. He had gotten it on video. And uh, I didn't realize that maybe Carrie and I had, had crossed paths, you know, at such an early age. It, it could have happened. Yeah. And, super and the cool. other store you visit a lot was the now closed. It used to be Funko Land. And then it turned into EB and then GameStop or Babbage's. The one right outside First Colony Mall. Yes. It, it became a, a GameStop or EB game. Yeah. I and I was a manager at that store for a while. Yep. Wow. That's Is there a store you weren't a manager of? <laughs> Whichever one you went to. <laughs> That's not true. You were like, uh, I'm pretty sure we met before we like became friends while you were working at Alamo Draft House. We probably did. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sidebar. Yeah, so that's the story of, uh, of how everything got started with the channel. And uh, just really fortunate, feel really blessed that it's done really well. Um, and, uh, you know, we're growing every day, get to come to conventions like this and talk about something I'm very passionate about. So it's a really, really, uh, really, really cool thing. What was your very, very, very first video game system? My very first one was the original Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. Mine too. Mine yep. too. And uh, that, I got that on Christmas morning, 1989. And uh, I was a wee lad. And it's actually all on video. Yeah. <laughs> it's all on video. That. Like so much of that stuff. Yeah. Very, very fortunate that I can very quickly just look back at some of the best memories of my life all captured on tape. There's you know, some man yelling in the background at us. Be quiet. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, Are we too loud? No, I, they're too loud. Uh, what is your very first video game system, George? Uh, I had an Atari, but like I remember most the Nintendo. What about you, Dave? I got mine was an NES as well. I mine uh, I got because um, I had a speech impediment when I was real little, 
and uh, my mom found that an NES was cheaper than speech therapy. And she's like, if you can fix this speech impediment problem on your own, <laughs> I'll get you a Nintendo. So bribery worked? Yeah, it worked. Oh. Yeah. And you realized it was full of shit. You didn't really have a speech impediment. No, I did. <laughs> I, but it was it was something that I was able to work through. I got you, Mom. <laughs> so video games helped you with that. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. That's yeah. a really great story right there. So, yeah, I was, I, I'm, I'm bribable is the point. <laughs> well, there's so much negativity, especially... A, Growing up in those days, I remember all the negativity around video games. Oh yeah. Nowadays, you don't hear hear about it as much. It's celebrated so much because we all grew up with that stuff, and we know how how a positive impact it had on our lives. Uh, so it's really great to hear. No that more sort Tipper of story. Gore, right? Yeah. Was that? No more Tipper Gore. Yep. No. My my very first one when Atari came out, I, my parents went the opposite direction and got me an Intellivision. And there was like one other friend on the opposite side of our block that had Intellivision. We were like the like the lonely people. Like, you want to play Intellivision together? My football game can say a word. That was about it. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of that. The Intellivision. Intellivision. Yeah, it was they, a major competitor. They recently tried to bring it back, and there's a whole ordeal with Tommy Tallarico. Mm-hmm. That didn't go so well. Did not. Yeah, that was a failed um, experiment, I guess. Um, there's an interview with him talking, yeah, here's my uh, Ferraris, Yeah, but there's no game system that ever got produced. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened with all that. That was really a shame. We almost had a new Intellivision, and it's, it did not happen. Did they not were happen. making some Earthworm Jim game for it. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with yeah. the development of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love Earthworm Jim. That's a great game. Yeah, they should bring it back, for sure. That's definitely a pop culture uh, video game that needs to be rebooted, for sure. I, a, look, I used to watch a cartoon car- as well. I was going to say, they made a cartoon out of yeah, that. The cartoon was awesome. Back okay. in the day. I didn't yeah. know if I was making that up. <laughs> it was just hive. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't in your back. It wasn't. What was that? The Mandela effect or Mandela something? Mandela effect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that. Is it the Berenstein or Berenstein? Yeah, that's Stain. the big one. Both. Yeah. It's, it's both. It's whatever you want it to be. It's exactly. whatever you want it to be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So our topic for tonight is... Disney theme parks versus Universal Studios theme parks. Oh, so that's where we're uh, we're all theme park nerds. I know Tyler is as well. So I wanted to cool. bring him on here. And we've all been. You're going again really soon, George, right? Yeah, and the end of September. You're going to both parks. Yeah, that's the plan. Currently. Universal and Disney. Yeah, yeah. So until something else changes our minds, but yeah. So let's go down the road. When was your very first trip to a uh, like Disney or Universal, Tyler? My first time ever to Disney and Universal it was a double trip. Well, I was five years old. It was in 1991. And um, we went. It was a big, big thing because it was the first time my family was able to get out there. My family really drummed it up. As a, it was a three-day stay. We only could stay for three days. That was what was budgeted for. And uh, it left such an impact on me. And like everything else, it was recorded all on video. Um, I'll have to show that sometime on, on my channel. But um, fortunately, your parents recorded everything. Oh, yeah. Super, super fortunate. But um, I just, I, I ate it up. I, I just, it was an amazing experience. And I, I, I even remember stuff about that trip that wasn't recorded. So that's how much of an impact it made on me as a, as a five-year-old. And I was a huge Ghostbusters fan. I still am. And so the Ghostbusters attraction, Spooktacular, I think it was called, or something like that, yeah. at Universal. Yeah. That was, like, the most mind-blowing thing, because that that ride, recre- not ride, but attraction, it was a show. Re- it, was a show. Yeah. Yep. it recreated the ending of Ghostbusters uh, up on the building with fighting Gozer and Stay Puffs appearing. It would, I just burned into my brain, like, every, every image of that incredible show, because it felt like you were in the movie. It really felt like you were living Ghostbusters. Yeah. That was Universal was all about, living yep. the movies. Yeah, yep. ride the movies. Yep. Ride the movies. There yep. you go. What about you, George? Uh, it would be uh, 1995. I went to Universal Studios, and then I went to Hollywood Studios before it became... Uh, it was Disney it was, MGM. It was called MGM back yeah. then. Time, yeah. But, yeah. So that was my first time going to any like theme park outside of Astroworld. I love Astroworld, though. We're going to talk about that one day soon. One day soon. One day soon. What about you, Dave? Uh, I think my first Disneyland trip, I was seven, I think, as I recall. Um, 
and it also had a big impact on me. I, I went home from that trip, and I tried to turn my bedroom into the Haunted Mansion. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm seven, so, you yeah. know, it was... And he's uh, still doing that to this day. I, basically, yeah. <laughs> that, that's continued for the rest of my life, and so I'm still decorating my room like the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, that, but, yeah, that and, uh, that and Space Mountain and Pirates, all, like, yeah. that, they, all of those uh, just made a, a permanent impression on me. Tower of Terror was the one that, like burned in my brain that wasn't around oh, yeah. yet and this was in california um this was you know back when there was just the disneyland there was no california adventure there yep, was none just of that disneyland, stuff, so. yeah i know uh i don't remember my first trip but i have a picture of it it was like 1976 i was like a baby still a baby my aunt was holding me on top of a garbage can as a cent- like a centennial parade went by oh wow I'm like um but my grandma lived in Florida for most of her retired life, and I used to always spend a couple, my summer there. We'd always go to Disney. My mom would come down, my uncle. We went to Disney like maybe every summer, like all growing up. So it, it got ingrained in me for sure. Yeah, sure, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, we did. It makes uh, a lot of sense. We did. We did summer trips to California regularly as a kid. So yeah. we, we would Disneyland was kind of a a semi-regular thing for me as a little kid. In Universal, I don't think I started going... Well, it didn't open to like, like 80-something. Yeah. But it I, was I, like late 80s or early 90s. Maybe At like 89 the one in Florida. or 90. Yeah. Maybe 90. Yeah. And I remember going like within the first year or so after it opened. And, um, I that still Jaws have, ride was killer, though. If The Jaws ride is still killer. I, uh, I do... I have a videotape. They used to have this thing where you could go in there and you can get your video embedded in like another property i have this video of my mom it's a vhs of my mom and my uncle being beamed on the star trek oh that's super cool oh, i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. we did that yeah at universal yeah. we did the version that was the the universal experience that's where you what it went was. all around so there was like a star trek version that we opted not to do but we did a version where it's like they put you in all the different rides and you're on this green blue screen. We we shot on a blue screen right. set, and um, I actually still have the tape. My dad actually got injured on that thing. It was so funny. The guys directing us with the props, yep. and like they're putting you into the different rides and attractions, and it's a keepsake that you bring home on a VHS of you and your family, yes. your day at Universal. Well, for only fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And Dad actually tripped on a prop that the prop master left out on the stage, and he hurt himself. He sprained his ankle or something. That guy got fired. Well, I don't know what happened to him, but we ended up getting VIP passes next time we came back to Universal. So he sprained his ankle. Yeah, he sprained his (laughs) ankle. (laughs) To get VIP passes. And uh, we learned right then and there, all you got to do is get hurt. There you go. You're good. Get hurt, you're going to have a great day. You're going to have a great day. Uh, what is it like uh, the temporary pain for like an amazing like time later <laughs> right no pain no gain right yeah <laughs> wow um, alright so let's get into modern Disney versus Universal when was the last time you hit any of the parks oh um, I think my wife and I we went on our honeymoon we went that was about 10 years ago Oh, well, so, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I honeymooned at Disney World. Yeah, well. we went to Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I honeymooned at Disney World and the Disney Cruise, so. Wow. We're, we're like the Disney honeymooners over here. <laughs> and we, we That's thank a new our TV wives show for to all the, time to the moon. for indulging <laughs> us in that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. She's There she is. <laughs> yeah. And that was our plan as well, but uh, COVID happened. So. That sucks. But y'all are going next month, so you can still be your honeymoon. There you go. It would be late. Late it's moon. A, yeah. <laughs> but we did go to Disneyland last year. That's right. And I was terribly sick. Uh, I don't oh, know the episode no. number, but if you want to hear all about that, yeah, of explosive, whatever, yeah, yeah, at Disney, uh, great we're not reviews going there. of every single toilet at Disneyland. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you, you know, sure uh, you weren't at Universal riding the earthquake ride? <laughs> I, I did ride that back in the '90s, though. That was an awesome ride too. That Ryan Street from I Am Geek, he uh, has a, I think, a Facebook group all about the best uh, bathrooms at Disney. You should have uh, looked at that group beforehand. Should have, should have. But I found I found my own niche once I was there. So, <laughs> Dave, when was the last time you went? You uh, went recently, I was right? At, uh, Disneyland in September of 2019. 2019. I think that's right. No. 
maybe. Yeah, I think that's maybe right. September 2019, and then we were at uh, Universal in Florida in May, so just two months ago. Oh, that's right. It was very, yeah, very recent. Very recent. We went uh, last end of April, last May of 2021. Man, is that when we went together? No, this is this is our last trip. The last trip, it was like six years ago. We we yeah. went. That's the last time I've been to Universal, but we spent eight days at Disney. It was you had to wear a mask everywhere. That was brutal. And the heat. And the oh, heat. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. I can imagine. This thing's worse than, like, a sweaty, wet mask. All right. So how do we start this debate of who's better? Oh. Uh, let's do it. Yeah, just do it. Let's just do it's it. It's a good answer. So what I was thinking is we can compare, like, sections of a park or attractions okay. that are comparable. So I wanted to start off with the most obvious one. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter yeah. versus Galaxy's Edge. Okay, you want to say who's better? Okay, do we? Okay, how are we going to do? Are we this? just going to like gonna, take votes like, here, or what are we doing? We can take votes from the audience too. All right, audience, hands Wiz- up for Harry Potter. Okay, we need a, how many of that? One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. What All about right. Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge? Oh, Man, Harry Potter has blah, you guys. Blah. That was Potter three Potter fair, Harry Potter Wizarding World is a better theme park. So I, I've I've done both, and uh, I am definitely a bigger Star Wars fan Me than too. I am a Harry Potter fan. Yeah, so am I. Uh, Wizarding World wins hands down. Wow. It really does. It's yeah. amazing. They figured it out how to make it like work. It is <laughs> it, uh, it. It's so good that it makes the rest of the Universal Park look really sad and really. Cool. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah. It in, does. Com- in comparison to the rest of the stuff they have there, yeah. yeah. Y'all are really selling me on the Harry Potter have uh, you not attraction. Been yet? Never been to it yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And okay, everybody knows I'm a huge Star Wars just fanboy. I am going to agree with my. For, this doesn't happen very often. Whoa, when I well, I was say he doesn't agree with us ever, <laughs> or me rather. Comparatively, the Wizarding World it's a better themed area. I like some of the stuff at Galaxy's Edge better. But comparatively, Harry Potter is what, better. What do you like at Galaxy's Edge better? Um, building a lightsaber is cool. I like. You could buy a wand. I don't want a wand. Well, that's because you're not a Harry Potter fan. Exactly. <laughs> but I, but I can admit when in the 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 imagination the 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 behind it is better. That's that's what I'll admit now. Sure. But if I have a choice, I probably would go to Galaxy's Edge over Harry Potter. Is that because, like just because of your fandom? Probably because of my fandom, for right. sure. Yeah, that would be the same with me. Like, I'm actually a much bigger fan of Star Wars than I am Harry Potter. Uh, so, if I had the choice, it would be Star Wars all and the time. People always make the, the you know, they, they make the point, well, Galaxy's Edge is newer Star Wars, which is true. Yeah. Um, but I still enjoy it. I like the environment. Um, I think the uh, detail and the theming of Galaxy's Edge is great. It is. Yes, it it's is just great. kind of boring. That's just not as good as it's not it's as good just, as Wizarding unless World. Unless you're just always buying something, there's really not much to do. But I, this is bad. one of the play, the ways that I feel like uh, Universal has Disney beat just in this regard is like you can actually spend a significant amount of time in the Wizarding World and not spend money and still have a good time. Absolutely, that's I agree. very good. Yeah. So uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like Universal had more. Uh, crap shops everywhere <laughs> than Disney does. You, that, that's a good like, point because two of the main attractions at Galaxy's Edge, you, you have to spend 100 bucks to build a droid or yeah. 200 bucks to build a lightsaber. Yeah. Or and, even and if you want to just experience the shops, I mean, I mean, you just get to see the stuff and that's it. And, right. and the, the comparable experience in Wizarding World would be the, the wands. Yeah, right? well, the, the wand versus the, uh, lightsabers. The interactive wand is, I, one is like 60, I think 60 or 70, something like that. Um, and Sixty-nine, so, ninety-nine. <laughs> thank you. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. So I mean, even that, like you know, uh, price of admissions a little bit cheaper so, as well. The wands from Harry Potter or a lightsaber? What would y'all? What would you rather get? Wands. Hands, Hands up, up for wands. Harry Potter wands. Anybody wants a Harry Potter wand? Nobody raise gives your, a shit about wands. Raise your wands. Lightsabers. Lightsabers. Lightsaber. Everybody wants lightsabers. All the way. To be fair, lightsabers are way more fun than wands. If they had lightsabers at Wizarding World, <laughs> 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 all right. So let's look at attraction-wise. So uh, technically, Galaxy's Edge has two attractions now. Each Harry Potter is in a different part, mm-hmm. and there's one attract main attraction in each part, and there's one 
attraction, the train that sort of gets you back and forth. So this, isn't there's there three more rides? There's three or four yeah. rides there. Yeah. Oh, that is now true. Yeah. Uh, the the Hagrid ride. Yeah. So the Hagrid. Oh, they've got Hagrid's, the okay. Hogwarts ride. You're right. They have the Hippogriff ride, uh, which is like a kiddie coaster. Yep. Um, been there, but it just got reseamed though too. Yeah, that's right. And then, uh, then the train, of course, counts as a ride. Yep. So, okay, let's take the Forbidden Journey, the main Harry Potter attraction, versus the Hogwarts one. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Versus Rise of the Resistance. Okay. I haven't done Rise of the Resistance, See? so I can't speak okay. to this. Okay. Okay. Now, Rise of the Resistance is probably the best ride I've ever ridden. It is like theme park ride. It is the best themed and just the best attraction at any park. Also, the most uh, technologically advanced ride. So when Harry Potter was built, I it mean, was, was like, yeah. what, 20 years ago almost now? No, it hasn't been that long. No, been Maybe that 10 long. years. Maybe 10 years? Yeah. Okay. But still, they were who, using old technology. Who here has been on Rise of the Resistance? Who's been on the Harry Potter attraction? Who thinks Rise of the Resistance is a better attraction? It's sort of split there. Wow, that's, uh, I'm surprised not a lot of people voted for that. So, you know, the only thing that sucks about Harry Potter is they are not fat people friendly. <laughs> I do remember that when we went. You had to suck it in, man. But not only that, you got to <laughs> ask them to click the seat for you. Yeah. And uh, if it doesn't click three times, they're going to ask you to leave, which they told me to do. Seat which clicker. Is not, not fun. It was very embarrassing because you, you're getting close to the edge because it's always a always onboarding ride and it never ends. So I will say that yeah, about right. Universal. So you get that anxiety right before you get to the edge. Like, if you don't click in, it's too late. You're going to ruin it for everyone. Everybody. There, yeah. There's been a lot of talk recently about Universal being uh, big person friendly. Not just being fluffy or overweight, but tall or big-shouldered or any of that. Big, you know, everything. Disney is more inclusive in that, in that regard. Universal has a lot of issues with fitting people on attractions. So they do have a thing that uh, was helpful for some of our party when we went. That you can, there are actually a lot of the rides where that's a problem. They have, uh, if you ask ahead of time, they have ride uh, special ride vehicles. Sure, out front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the tester ones. I'm talking about oh. they, they actually have uh, the ride vehicles. With like themselves. extended like seat belts they have, they and have stuff some like that. that have extended yeah. room to them, and so if you ask them ahead of time, they'll make sure you get seated. Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah, they bigger, are bigger people size. Yeah. I will say though that the uh, the Forbidden Journey ride just mostly made me motion sick. Um, I enjoy the ride. It's a I lot. Think it's fun. Universal has a has a, a heavy reliance, at least right now, on uh, screens. I wanted to bring that up too. Doesn't Disney though? No, not really. Not this. No, not as much. Not as much. Um, I disagree. And it, they they had a they had a tendency to make me motion sick. Mm. Well, they have that weird robot arm that moves the yes. seat That around. one was particularly bad. So yeah. comparatively, 10 attractions at Universal versus 10 attractions at Disney. Uh, same style. Probably 7 out of 10 attractions at Universal are screen-based. Sure, yeah. yeah. And yeah, maybe yeah. 1 or 2 at Disney are screen-based. Yeah, they have a huge emphasis on that. I remember the old Back to the Future ride. being That was one of the first screen-based rides I've yeah. ever rode. It's a shame that it's gone now. It's a Simpsons Sim- ride now. It's a Simpsons, Simpsons ride now. now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still is good, but it's not Back to the Future. Good. Okay. It's not Back to the so Future. I'll, I'll, I'll grant that. I did the Back to the Future ride when I was a kid. I, I remember going on it. Um, I'm also a huge Simpsons fan. Yep. And so I, I, for one, really liked the Simpsons ride. I love the Simpsons <laughs> I had a ride. Really good it's a great ride. ride. I bet it is. I haven't ridden it yet, but I've always wanted to. Yeah. It's almost as old as Back to the Future was. Yeah, it's yeah. All they did, all they did, was change the the uh, the the video basically, and the ride mechanic, the mechanic? or the, no. the, out, the way you sit in the ride. Because oh, okay, uh, in Back to the Future, you went forward a little bit and then went up. Here, you just go straight up. Oh, okay. And if you look out a little bit, you can see the rest of the uh, riders next to you. We so were on the top like, level and we couldn't see anybody really? else. Yeah. I, when I when I wrote it, I could see like other people in the yeah. stadium. So it's cool. Disney, the only screen-based attractions I can think of are Soren. Oh That's yeah. Definitely, uh, and then uh, the new Avatar. Oh. Uh, the flight. Oh, I mean Star Tours. How is that? Star Tours. Okay. Yeah, Star Tours. And I mean um, the uh, Smuggler's Run is essentially a yeah, it's a screen right? It, as well. It technically is. Yeah, you're right. And parts of Rise of the Resistance. Parts of screen, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't have real space out there. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard they tried. 
I'm just saying. Screen-based, okay. But I mean, it's not a motion-based same, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like Transformers and Spider-Man, a lot of that stuff is, is the same. They're all good, but it's a lot of the same. Okay. Yeah. Soren is amazing. I actually, I, I think it's underrated. I think a lot of people maybe write it off because it's not based on a have, IP or something. But have you done it since they've redone the the video? I'm not they, sure actually. Spider Man? No, the Soren. Yes, Soren. They redone the video. It's horrible. It's horrible. Is it horrible now? Yeah. Oh no! It's, it's all <laughs> it's all CG. CG. Yeah. What? It, it completely to me. Oh, it completely no. ruins the experience. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like National Geographic yeah. kind if, of stuff. If you're not sitting in the right uh, seat or view, you see a lot of screen tearing and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. What a bummer. And, you don't and they got. Did they? They took the orange scent out the, too. Didn't the they? orange scent is gone. I mean, orange scent is a Disney staple and it is no longer in the parks. Wow. Do you remember the old? Uh, Body tours, I think it was. Body called. tours, yeah. yeah. I never did. That, that used to be a screen. It's the Wonder of the Life. It was just like Star Tours, but yeah. it was like Interspace, the, the yep. attraction. Yep, or like uh, Journey to the, well, not Journey to the Center of the, center of the Earth, but um, what was that film where you went inside the human body and they had to like find Inter- a. Interspace. Interspace. Wasn't Interspace that I'm thinking of? I, you know what I'm thinking of? Fantastic Voyage. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fantastic Voyage was, was like that. It was an old 60s film. And uh, they, they went inside the human body to like stop some sort of that's thing right for me yeah, and uh, but that was a really cool screen ride that doesn't exist anymore, and it's really a shame. We could get into a whole other topic about rides defunct that, that attractions, de- defunct yeah, that's a good one, yeah. rides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> defunct. There's a channel called Defunct. Defunct Land. Land. Really yeah, good. I yeah. love that channel. Yeah, it's great. I just geek dive into that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I love it. The, I know the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind that just opened. There's it's a roller coaster, but there's elements of screen because I think it's m- like dark ride meets screen. Yeah, kind of like how Green Guts is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's cool. So favorite attraction at Disney parks? Let's do it like top All three. All of the Disney parks. Um, man, that's tough. You want to start is, over here? Or, yes. Okay, sure. I'll guests are always first. Oh, thank you. Um, Wait a minute. Okay, now that way we we have time to tell you how you're wrong. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean we? You mean George? <laughs> I won't uh, say anything. Well, I think I, I actually will have you agree with me because I think you mentioned it earlier. Tower of Terror. Oh, I love that ride. Um, it goes back for me as one of my all-time favorites, and it's so funny because. The first time I rode it, I was a little kid, and I was scared to death of it and didn't ride it. My family took me all the way to the elevator, and then I was having such a freak out that an attendant had to take me off of the ride while they rode it, and I waited in the gift shop. And, and, and so that was my first experience with Tower of Terror. When I came back two years later, I was a little older, a little braver, and I finally rode it, and it became one of my most favorite rides. But the experience of walking through that Basically, like you're living a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. yeah, they tell you the whole story of what's of how this happened to them, how they met their demise, how the elevator's haunted now, and and it's just it's so it's such a cool like story ride. The one in, the one in California now is actually Garden of the Garden of the Galaxy, which it, is yeah. really cool. It's actually a really good ride. Is it? Okay, yeah. the story is stupid. But no, the story ride, is ridiculous. The, but the ride's, ride's awesome. The last cool. time I took my uncle to Disney it was maybe ten years ago. He really wanted to go to Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I don't know where he was, and I finally caught up with him. He was in a wheelchair, like an ECV being pushed around, and he rode like Tower of Terror like five times in a row. Nice. I'm like, should you be doing that? He's <laughs> like, not? I don't care. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, why not? So my, uh, my, my oldest daughter um, has been a thrill junkie since she was tiny, tiny. Uh, but I, I blame the That's fact that she That's because you around a lot. Well, she was, she was riding roller coasters in utero, most likely. Before we knew that she <laughs> yeah. was coming along, she was probably riding roller coasters. Uh, and um, she was... What six, maybe six or seven, going on Tower of Terror, oh. and um, we were on our fourth time through for the day, and we were at the, uh, the there's the, the part where you're in the in the queue where you you're about to go into the study where they give you the pre-show the the setup they tell you the story and all that. Yeah. So we're waiting by those doors, and uh, a guy and I, I guess it was his girlfriend, significant other of some kind, um, they're mid twenties, come up. And like they seem to be bickering about something. They're like arguing quietly between them about something. And I see her eventually she elbows him in the ribs and points at my daughter. 
and now I know what's going on. He's freaking out. Oh, that so was me and my wife. That he, was like, no, no, I'm just joking. He, he turns and looks at her, and then he looks at me, and he goes, she's going to go on this? And I went, this is her fourth time today. today. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I put the challenge to him. Man up, dude. He chickened out. Oh, he bailed. Oh, really? He bailed. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Hey, man, sometimes fear just gets the best of you. What can you say? <laughs> But no, that's my wife uh, Tower of Terror is probably like going to be uh, one of my top ones as well. I, I, a lot of yeah. that is I mean, the ride itself is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I have a special place for Twilight Zone oh, in yeah. my heart. I think that uh, everyone knows who Rod Serling was, but I still believe that Rod Serling is an underrated uh, figure in the history of television yeah. in oh, America. For sure. uh, that. I, I also think that his influence is wider than most people realize. Yeah, absolutely. Was. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that he wrote Planet of the Apes. Did he? And, yep, I he didn't wrote know that. Planet I of the he Apes. Was, he just gave the idea. I didn't realize he wrote it. Um, I don't know if he wrote the actual screenplay, but the whole twist ending is is all him. Yeah, that's it's, okay. it's all him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he had a big hand in Planet of the Apes. But uh, uh, as far as other attractions, top three, that would probably be number one. Number two. I'd probably have to say is uh, the Indiana Jones ride oh, at, at California. Disney, yeah. California. Disneyland. I was there when that opened. Really? It was when it when it was new and all of it worked. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great when it works. It still mostly it's not works. So great when yeah, it, it still work. works. Uh, as far as last time I rode it, it was amazing. My wife and I just went they only nuts won one. Over they it. only run one track anymore though. Oh, do they, they used they? to. So when sure. the when the ride opened, it was like cutting edge theme park ride technology and yeah. the uh, the ride through was randomized computer randomized right. and there were oh. multiple different tracks that you oh. could go so every time you rode the ride something different would happen it's now the same thing every time wow. technically yeah. I, I will correct you here so the beginning there was three rooms you can go into um, but the track always went together at the end at the end but in the middle there were there there's, were options there's two different things you could see right yeah. I don't think I ever wrote it when it was the multiple tracks, yeah. But it's the same same exact ride layout as the dinosaur attraction in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. That ride is not good. It's no. okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's serviceable. Yeah. I've never but been yeah, to Indiana Animal Jones Kingdom. is a far better yeah. use of that ride technology. Oh, for sure. So what's your third one? Third one, uh, probably have to give it to... It's tough because there's so many incredible attractions at Disney. Um, it's either toss-up between Space Mountain... Or rock and roller coaster. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I love. He just loves that area of the park, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mean, all rock and roller coaster at Disney Studios. I, I don't even know if it's still around. It is. It, it is. is. They're okay. trying to figure out who they're going to replace Aerosmith with. Yeah, because they're now way too old, probably to. Yeah, didn't. I think the contract ran out on uh, it, and the, they're, I, if yeah, it's they're Nickelback, the I will forever hate oh, that, that attraction. <laughs> I will never ride it again. I mean, what what song would they use? <laughs> Oh my god. Look gosh. at this I photograph while you're going through a roller <laughs> yeah, coaster. Look at this photograph, the one that you get at the end when they right, take the picture they, of you. They'll sell you this photograph at the end of the attraction. <laughs> Don't give them ideas now. Oh man, I'm sorry. If it actually happens, you can blame me and I'll never live it down. But uh, yeah, I, lo- I loved Rock and Roller Coaster. I uh, rode it multiple times. Uh, Do you know the, the one in uh, you know, uh, uh, Paris at the studios there? They just opened up the Avengers campus, and they converted the rock and roller coaster there to an Avengers attraction. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it, it looks like it would make a good Iron Man ride. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Too bad they can't do that in Florida. Yeah. I mean, they I can know. if they want to. They can. They can't right now. Oh, Not for a while. Never mind. Universal still has those uh, rights to those characters. Uh, I guess that's true. I do love Big Thunder Mountain. That almost I almost put that at three. It's that just is so a, classic. It's an absolutely it's, charming yeah. ride. I mean, I've never so, been on it. Just the clack, 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 yeah. clack, when you're going up and you see the steam coming out of the, the ground. D- the Disneyland version of, of Big Thunder. So it's yeah, so much be- it's, it's so much incredible. better. It's like they put love and in, 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 in work into it. You know. Like the as opposed to the Florida one, they well, there's different elements of like when you go in, when you're going up one of the the tracks, it it's like you're going through like the dynamite and all that and the explosions and everything. Uh-huh. It's just a little bit more, a little bit better, a little yeah. bit plus. Yeah, I was gonna say plus. Yeah, yeah. that Disney plus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Disney plus. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, you, George? Uh, for me, it's definitely Tower of Terror as well for Disney, and then uh, 
Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland is one of my favorites. Uh, I rode it, gosh, I want to say uh, 12, 15 years ago, and it's always been my favorite since. And uh, then Haunted Mansion at uh, Universal Florida, probably. Where? Uh, I'm sorry. At the... Uh, <laughs> the Universal... Disney. At the Disney yeah. area in Florida. Magic but I like it better when it's the uh, Christmas layover. That's only in California. In California. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's the one I like the most. Yeah. That's my oh. favorite one. That's we, the, the original. We've never been the, during the Christmas OG. time. It's, it's different, oh, yeah. huh? It's, yeah, it's, it's way different. Nightmare Before Christmas layover. It's, oh, really, wow. it's really cool. That's and, like, super cool. I got to do that the last when we were there in 2019, and I had not gotten to do that before. And I was expecting that like it was going to be the Haunted Mansion, but they like slapped some Nightmare Before Christmas. No, it's stuff. a whole new ride. No, they, it's like redone. Really? Yeah. It was really cool. It feels more like a Nightmare Before Christmas ride. Yes, it does. Absolutely. It's like they uh, they've read the story of Haunted Mansion and they like yeah we're gonna write our own story to this. All right, we're planning our next family trip around Disney at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, they start that in October yep. because oh, so okay. they don't do that in Florida, huh? No, they do nope. not. Oh Only man, California. what a bummer! Why do they do that in Florida? They're, the the thing is, California is more local, so they have to attract the locals to come back. Uh-huh. Florida is people coming there from all over most of the time. They don't feel they have to do it. That's lame. And they feel that people have come to Florida. They don't. They want to see the original. That's what I've heard. Okay. Still but lame. I don't work for Disney. Not representative. Dave, your turn. Yeah. Um, don't th- I, I guess don't I'll, think too hard. I'll, I'm, I'm going to have to. Um, I guess I'll keep Tower Terror on my list. Uh, I do love that ride. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what... I know what my, my Haunted Mansion is probably my all-time favorite. Uh, that one has always been just like one of my favorite things ever. And uh, trying to think of what the the other one would be. It's a tough call. Maybe maybe Pirates. As, yeah. as far as like something that I can just keep going back I and doing over Pirates. and over and over again. Pirates can, is so classic. It's classic, and like and I remember doing it as a little kid. Is there anything like, different between that one and the California one? Uh, the California one is like a little bit 30% longer. longer. Yeah, it has a, there is sig- there is significantly longer. And the in one California. in California has a real drop. Yeah, uh, I think I've only did the one in Florida. It is longer in California. I would say the Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland is. One of my favorites. Yeah. More than the Florida one. Haunted Mansion. I like the Florida one a little bit more. They're both I enjoyed good, that though. one too, but the um, Christmas Labor is just amazing. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Resistance. We talked about it. It's definitely top three. If I write it one more time, I might change my mind on it, but it's pretty amazing. And I'm going to say Big Thunder too. <laughs> so uh, we, don't have a, we don't have much time, but do we have any questions from anybody? Have we come to a consensus? Oh, here we got a question. Oh, shit. Can't cuss. Watch your mouth. Can't cuss. I said shizzle. Okay. Shizzle. <laughs> All right. What do you think Disney is going to do in order to compete with Universal's Epic Universe? That's a great question. They need to step it up for sure. Um, I, I think they're riding that coaster of uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. and Riding that the, coattails. Uh, and that hotel that they just released. They're hoping that's going to be the, uh, ha- the competitor. They're having a hard time with that, though. Yeah, that's what I hear. They have a hard time selling it out. Chapek was saying, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, we're going to sell this thing out in no time. And apparently not not so much. It's, Bob, a, little, it's a little pricey. It's a little pricey. Bob Paycheck? Yeah, yeah. Bob Paycheck. Hey, man, they, they uh, extended his contract for another couple uh, of years. Don't remind me. Ew. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. What do you think, what, what do you think could be done to... Uh, to match the epic universe that's coming from Universal. Is there anything that is in Disney's wheelhouse that they don't have represented or represented well that they could really really lean into? I mean, they even pulled Avatar in. I mean, come on. (laughs) And I I don't care at all. Does no one care about Avatar I don't care at all. New movies are coming out. Come on. Who cares? It's a fine land, but it's not going to compete with Universal. I mean... You have to mine for unobtainium. They're putting in a new, uh, you know, Harry Potter land. That's all they yeah, need. They're, add, they're adding more to a Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, they're gonna do the uh, the Magic Council thing. Right, 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 right. And they're also building uh, Universal. I forget what it's called. A Universal Monsters My wife area. Is her head at me. So the I, Council I was, of Magic is that what, what is it is? called? Ministry of Magic. Ministry, Ministry of, of Magic. Magic. I was close. So I actually think that. Uh, 
that this, isn't, this isn't like no a fresh idea that I just had or anything. Like this idea has been bandied around over the years, but I think it's a great idea. Disney needs to make a villains themed area. Oh man, and they should do that yes. for Halloween specifically. They, I, they could do it permanently. They could and, do a like, force. force people gauge. would love it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Imagine a Maleficent roller coaster. <laughs> you drive right. in the, her. Uh, in, uh, the, uh, I do a Cruella Deville. You can ride in her. her oh man, that would be fun. Her, a Cruella that Deville would be ride, so chasing cool. puppies. Now? Yeah, chasing puppies. Down. <laughs> chasing puppies. She's gonna start beating puppies with a bat. And stuff. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna go over well for the children, but it sounds fun. <laughs> that could be a screen-based attraction. <laughs> or uh, you could do a Fantasia ride where they have oh. the big devil at the end. Ooh, I. If they could put, if they could build a Chernabog at a if they could park, build, I would just live there. What they, a Chernabog? Chernabog. If they could build yeah. a night on Bald Mountain, yeah, just oh, an man, attraction. Cool. Oh, yeah. So I'll say this for the record: I believe that the night on Bald Mountain uh, section of Fantasia is the first heavy metal music video no. that was ever. Made. <laughs> it's inspired every heavy and it's metal not even music a, since then. It's not even a lyric video. There's no. actually a song you can play that is, I forget who it's by, it's some metal song from old school metal song back in the day. You can play it with uh, Night on Bald Mountain, like sync it up, and it it syncs perfectly. Really? Yeah. I, I I'm going to have to try what, that. I'll be doing this. You can this. try to look it up yeah, online. Right? There's, there's a song. So what is our consensus? That What can Disney do? I don't think we answered this man's question. I did. Villains area. Villains, Villains area. Yeah, they need to build another park. That's the only way. That would be fantastic. So that's the only way to compete. I mean, they don't have any more room in their other parks. The, so more park, no more rides. I would say new rides well, would be the answer. Yeah, but a new park would have new rides. They have to. Yeah. They can't. There's no more room to really shoehorn stuff in. I mean, they have all that unused space in Galaxy's Edge. Well, yeah. I mean, true. They need to put. Maybe put the Avengers Campus over in Florida, but they can't. I think I'm going to say they can't do that. They can't. Right? That's yeah. the problem. I don't know. I don't know what's all going to be at the Epic Universe except for uh, Nintendo stuff. Nintendo Land will be there. That's Yeah, that's right. They haven't confirmed 100% everything, but they Nintendo, more Harry Potter, uh, the Universal Monsters. I hear the Universal Monsters, but what is that going to be? Just a stage show? There's supposed to be a Dracula attraction. Oh, then uh, how I how I how I met your dragon how I, how to train your dragon no 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 how you met your dragon I like that better. one better <laughs> how to train your dragon it's supposed to be in a uh, in a whole land and a, a roller coaster oh wow I mean, which makes sense yeah. yeah it's yeah, going to be another cool. screen ride so. no roller coaster oh roller outside coaster. roller coaster wow it's going like, to be a roller coaster where they just put a screen on the front of the train <laughs> they're just going to put so uh, you feel like you're moving they're just going to put dueling dragons back up probably <laughs> with screens yes. Don't forget the retheming of Splash Mountain. That's oh, how they're yeah. going to Oh, yeah, they turned oh, that yeah. into Princess of the Frog. That's right. They also have the Ratatouille ride, which is brand new. But it's not. It's screen-based. It, well, it's motion-activated. And then they have the new Mickey Mouse ride, I, Runaway Train. I, yeah. Oh, really? You, I haven't rode it yet, so no spoilers. No spoilers. It's have you not, done it? Is that, like, have the Soul Asylum song playing in it? Runaway Train? <laughs> Oh no! No solo asylum. <laughs> no solo asylum. What you were talking about? Um, I got some responses in the audience. So we, <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't. I mean, the great movie ride needed to be replaced, but I, think I don't. We have a question do you think it did? Up. No, I, I was going to say uh, possibly if Disney wants to compete, do an entire Star Wars theme park with a yes. whole bunch of planets. Or they've got a lot of this in other parks. Do a whole Pixar-themed park. Sure. Yeah, I'm surprised that they haven't done that with Pixar Pier already. Well, I was going to say, it's kind of California Pixar Adventure. P- they've got <laughs> Pixar Pier and California do, Adventure, yeah. and they have the new, uh, the newly expanded Pixar area of Hollywood Studios. Well, I mean, they could have easily done an Incredibles ride. I mean, they, they built that Toy Story land. That, I agree with you that they should lean into the Pixar properties more, though. I think Hard. that's a... Yeah. Yeah. Or a whole Marvel theme park. I mean... Yeah, Marvel. Yeah. Unfortunately, they just can't do that in Florida until yeah. that until that contract expires for Universal, which yeah. is never. They're stuck. Yes, sir. Yeah. So this was uh, my first year going to my whole family. Oh, never welcome. been to Disney, and we went to Universal. So I'd like you guys to talk about that dichotomy of going to Disney and the experience you have there, and then going to Universal. Because what we experienced was we had a really great time at Disney with all the kids, and it was great. Then we went to Universal, and people were, like, taking smoke breaks, and, and it was just, you <laughs> know. Right. Dave has a lot to talk about. I have, opi- <laughs> I have opinions. And thank you for using a fancy word. Um, <laughs> you make us sound way smarter than we really are. So I was just... Hold on, let me look up uh, dichotomy real quick. I was just at Universal uh, two months ago. You, we talked about this. You and, yeah, it. we did. We talked about this on the podcast earlier, and uh, I had not 
that was only my second time ever going to a Universal Park, and the the time prior to that, I was very small, and um, we didn't like we had a good time. It was a good trip, but there were a lot of problems. We had a lot of problems at Universal, and uh, after I came back and I, I I talked to these guys and I talked to some other people, I, it seems like maybe there's just a problem in the entertainment industry right now that I don't I, I don't think I can lay all of this at Universal's feet and be like, you have all of these problems you need to fix. I think it's just an industry problem right now. COVID messed everything up. We talked right? about that because we've been on cruises yeah. since then and you, some of the same issues are there too. There's just not enough people to work and help. That was one of the main problems. Is everything mm-hmm. seemed very understaffed. It's a bad joke. Because um, the last cruise we went on, one of the shows had to be canceled because there wasn't enough people yeah. to work it. I, I will say it did feel a little bit like Target and Walmart. That's all. There you go. <laughs> ah, wow. Which one's there Target? Which one's Walmart? I think we know. Tar- uh, World was a Target and uh, Universal was, was a little Walmarty. There you go. Little Walmart. Uh, a little Walmart. Little Target. But no, I, I so I mean that. At least it's not Kmart. Based on on do they, do they exist no, exactly? No, those are gone. But based on our experience this time, um, not I mean there were service problems that we had, but really just looking at how the park is laid out, what's available, everything. Um, it's no question for me that Disney wins between the two. Like it's not even. I also count. think Disney is way more comfortable to it is have more, a good time at versus it is. Universal. Yeah. You're stand, there's more standing at there Universal. <laughs> yeah, I don't Disney know if that matters. It also is, matters to me. I guess. Disney is built for comfort. Yeah. Universal has like a crowd control problem too. Like they they don't manage crowds with the same efficiency that Disney sure. does. Yeah. I agree Maybe on that. Maybe Disney's is a little tad too efficient, especially with this like reservation thing right now. Uh, I'm not really speaking to that. I don't know. We're I not getting in there. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole okay. other oh, whole whole topic. I'm, I'm, just we'll talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about handling actual bodies moving around in the park. Like I think Disney just does a better job overall. What about you, man? You haven't chimed in on this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, what was the question again? It was about um, Disney and... The, the dichotomy well, from of the service aspect, yeah, you know, not just the rides. It's but been so long since I've been to Universal, um, so I it's hard for me to weigh in on this question uh, because the last time I was at Universal, I was I think I was uh, 16, 16 yeah, years old. So I'm not really sure, but I would say Disney as a whole always felt like more put together. Absolutely, like even though Universal is still great and it's still like a premier theme park. Um, I think Disney definitely, they're the, they're like the OG. They're like the OG. And so they, they know how to get it done. Customer service. Fantastic. Yeah. I said, go with Disney word. So our, we're getting uh, close to the end here. Do we have one more question? I'll ask one more question. Uh, going back in the Disney. Can family, you please state your name, please? Uh, Kim, for the, for AKA the, the voice in the other room, um, his wife, I'm sorry, you're welcome, maybe, whatever. So, going back to the whole Disney theme park thing, besides the ones in the United States, which of your bucket lists wants to go to outside the U.S., and particularly, which rides are you really excited All to of them. eventually go to? <laughs> All the All rides. All of them. Your, your first one you have to go to. Phantom I'm Manor. Most, I'm most interested right now, I'm most interested in going to Shanghai. Uh, is it Shanghai or Tokyo that has the more technological? Shanghai. Shanghai is the most recent. It's one. the smallest park out of everybody, but it's the most technically technologically. There's the one with yeah. the pirates ride where you like ride through, through in the middle ship. of a battle and stuff, yeah, right? Through, yeah, yeah. I mean, that looks so cool. It looks really cool, and so I, but it's that, all in Chinese, right? It is. So but, you know, they put up with that it. when they come here. I can put up with it when I go there. <laughs> That's like, right. Like, so you're just gonna guess what's going. on. You need on. to learn real quick if you want. There you go. I'll just real quick they give you like headphones to translate. Uh, just I'll just brush up on my Mandarin a little there bit. There you go. Um, you could do it. But you're, no, you're brutal enough. Park, yeah, thank you. Park-wise, Shanghai is the one I'm most interested in. Attraction-wise, though, I, I really want to do Phantom Manor in Paris. Phantom Manor, for me, is the attraction I want to go on the most, but I want to go to Tokyo Disney Sea. That's my bucket list the right there. The cruise ship? No, the no. same park in Tokyo. It's called Tokyo Tokyo's Disney Sea. Disney Sea. Yeah. Cuz it's on I it's like it on the water. Called, I thought it was just yeah. called Tokyo Disney. I didn't realize. Well, it's Tokyo Disneyland, but the the park next to it is Disney oh. Sea. Oh. And it's amazing. I've never been, but I watch a lot of videos. I'm a, I'm a nerd. Is uh, it mainly I'm water park or No, not no. a water park. Wow. There's like a voice to the uh, center of the earth attraction. Wow. It's really cool. There's a lot do, of cool do stuff. Do you have any uh yeah, there's a bucket list one for me now for sure, and it's. Uh, but I think we're gonna get it in Orlando soon, and it's the uh, 
Super Nintendo World yes. that's in uh, Universal in Tokyo. It opens in California early next year. Okay. In Florida will be when they open that new park. So you might have to go to California first. Yeah. I really want to go there, especially I want to take my daughter, who's actually in attendance right now. She is a big Nintendo fan. Wonder where she gets it from. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> and we've already been talking about it so much in our family, just showing the, looking at the videos and uh, just dreaming, really. They have, a Mario, they have a Mario Kart ride, right? Yeah, Mario Kart ride. Yeah. They've got um, augmented reality throughout the park yeah. where you scan your phone on, on these different objects and like, like these animations appear right in front of you on your phone. And it's like... Super cool. It's like it's like looking into another dimension or something. They cool. have a Yoshi attraction. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's it's super cool. Uh, as for me, I mean, I don't know. I never really Shanghai Disney sounds awesome, but I never really looked into uh, international Disney parks. Apparently, Disney was offering uh, adventures by Disney every park. It was like a three week vacation, but it was only a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, only only thousand dollars, which is I mean, if you can include airfare, yes. Oh, well, it's not it, too bad, I guess. Eh. <laughs> well, you could probably price it out and get it much cheaper than that. But I mean, <laughs> they planned everything for you too. So if you have the money, maybe it was VIP access or something. I don't even know if it was. Oh, no. But next time. All right. Any more questions? Because I, I know the next group is going to be coming up soon. Are they here yet, Scott? I don't. All right. Uh, we're, we're on till they're here. Cool. <laughs> Any more questions? And if they Thoughts? don't come, I was gonna, I'll add that because because Brian is here. Yes. Uh, I was going to add that I, I think I said this when we talked about my Universal trip before. But one of the things that my wife and I noticed while we were at Universal is uh, so when we were dating, we spent a lot of time at, Uni- at uh, Six Flags Over Texas in up in Dallas. Um, had season passes and we were there all the time. And we were noticing how sparse on attractions the universal parks were that each section of the park there were only a couple of attractions and so we just started like we were waiting in line somewhere and we just off the top of our head started listing off attractions from six flags and we very quickly created a list that was twice as long uh, as both universal parks if you put both universal parks together the number of attractions they offer we could off the top of our heads name twice as many at six flags over texas so as far as like attractions for uh, price of admission, Six Flags wins. So, so there you go. Right. And and like we, like we were wrong like quality along. like quality coasters and stuff sure. too. Like yeah yeah. It's not even about the debate's not about who's better, Disney or Universal. It's Six Flags apparently. <laughs> Disney versus Six Flags next. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to about do it for us. Uh, thank you guys for being here tonight today um we are the metal geeks podcast you can find us on all the socials at metal geeks metalgeeks.net esonetwork.com uh all that good stuff let's go start with our guests where can people find you uh yeah so the my retro life channel can be found just by searching on youtube my retro life you'll find it if you're if you're a lover of retro games and nostalgia from the 80s and 90s i think it's for you i think it's for them too george <laughs> thank you uh did y'all really want to follow me? It doesn't matter. Uh, Every, follow- if you want to follow George, raise your hand. Okay, well, nobody yeah, raised their hand. Nobody no, raised their hand. No, at uh, George trips this on all of social media. mostly Twitter is where I'm at. And uh, you can find me at Red Viking Dave on your social media of choice. Uh, I don't do much, um, but that's where I am. And uh, for the next couple of hours, you can find me over. You see the the, the twenty six hundred sign. I'm over there. Come buy artwork from me. Thank you. For the next one hour, please oh, go yeah, buy all the artwork. Please. Thank you, guys. Buy all the and artwork. As always, we have one last thing we have to say. George, you want to do it? Yeah, let's uh, let's keep it metal and keep it universal. Or, I was gonna say keep it Disney, but <laughs> there you go. Mings agrees. <laughs> keep or, it metal uh, or uh, keep it Disney or hey, you can keep it like. Mickey Metal, right? <laughs> Mickey Wait, metal. I want to know what Ming thinks. If it's Disney or Universal. Yeah, come on here real quick, Ming. Which do you prefer, Ming? Uh, I, I, dude, I'm a Disney fan. Universal? Oh, you mean the parks? Yeah, yeah the, the parks. parks. Disney, come on. Universal doesn't have uh, uh, Star Wars. That's There's right. Galaxy, actually. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, Universal, <laughs> it's okay. So have we, this is, we've, this I was going to say uh, Disney, Universal doesn't have Marvel, but that's not true. <laughs> this is a, this, did we get unanimous on this? Is Disney all around? 
So I, I guess mean, so. is this even a debate? Are there people? <laughs> that we're debating. No, 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 that that who, is what I said to Kerry when he proposed this topic. I said, "This isn't a debate. This is <laughs> Disney wins hands down." It's like it's, yeah, it's they like, do. It's like, do you like Dr Pepper or Dr Thunder? Like, <laughs> like I want I want Dr Pepper. So, hey man, sometimes you can't afford Dr Pepper. That's then, uh, that's, <laughs> that's right. then you go to Universal. If I get to that point in my life, like that's it. Like just end it. No more. Just, just don't it. drink it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't right. drink Doctor Thunder in Texas. Like come on. <laughs> they start throwing rocks at you here. We got the last word, and he's right. Okay, that's right. So thanks everyone for hanging out with us again today. Thank you. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. In the Cosmic Pizza Podcast, your pizza delivery guys, Dan, Sean, and Paul, serve you a slice of life. We talk to women in comedy, voice actors, film directors and producers, authors. We also talk about conspiracy theories, the Muppets, our top three films of the decades, famous people we confuse with each other, and our favourite stand-up comedians. We have recast Star Trek the Original Series and Babylon 5, and created our alternative superheroes. But most of all, we have had so much fun doing it every two weeks. Two weeks! Cosmic Pizza Podcast is not about the cosmos or about pizza. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.